I would say FinCon is where you would go if you wanted to be surrounded by people who were very excited about personal finance and financial independence. For me, FinCon was literally me being dropped in a room full of people who thought like me and who are passionate about finance just the way that I am. You're listening to The Thought Card, episode number eight. Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Ever wondered after attending a conference if you got everything that you were supposed to get or You know, you have a bunch of notes in your notebook and you're so pumped up and fired up to take action and you really kind of are in a silo. You have no one to talk to. You maybe connect with people, but you don't really have that rapport to talk to them one on one about all the things about the conference. Well, today we have Yasmin Besumber and she's one of the FinCon 2018 attendees. And I thought, you know what, it would be great for us to connect in a different way besides exchanging social media contact and emailing each other. I invited her on the show to share with us what it's like to be a first time attendee of FinCon. Yasmin Besumber is a realtor and professional lifestyle strategist with a passion for personal finance. She has been an entrepreneur for the past 10 years, but went full-time three years ago. She's currently juggling mom, wife, and student, all while making time for her clients. So tell us like a little bit about like what you've been up to since attending FinCon. So, well, there was the get back to life, get back to work thing, right? And I spent a couple of days catching up. But I actually have spent the past week just... Um, working on my new business, which we'll talk about soon, like how it came together through FinCon and following up with all of the amazing people I met. Right, right, right. Have you, like, do you have a strategy in terms of like how you're going to do that? Like you have, I know for me, I have a ton of business cards. So what's your process in terms of like how to organize and how to actually gain contact with these folks? All right. So I actually did put together a a little system for myself. The first thing I am doing is I'm going in and I'm trying to find everyone on social media, on every platform that I have. So I'm looking for everyone on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Then once I connect with them or add them or friend them, or follow, what what have you, I went ahead and if I had their phone numbers, I sent them text messages. And if I had their emails, I sent them emails. And if I had both, I did both. Wow. I actually never thought about actually sending them a text message. That is actually genius, Yasmin. Wow. Is it like awkward? Is it awkward when you're actually reaching out? Not at all. Um, maybe like if this was me a year ago or two years ago, it would have been super scary. But because it's FinCon and because this is my tribe, I feel like, like everyone at FinCon is crazy about personal finance like I am. Um, It was actually just like reaching out to friends, to be honest with you. That's exactly what it felt like. It's not weird at all. 
That's great. And I'm actually going to take that. I'm going to steal that and use that as I reach out. So for me, my strategy is a little bit different. So I listened to the podcast Dreams and Drives and the host of the show gave out a freebie, which was a contact networking spreadsheet. And I've been using that. I've been to two conferences, uh, TBEX as well as FinCon. Uh, TBEX is a, is a travel blogger conference and FinCon is a financial blogger conference. And I've been using that to organize myself. And uh, in addition to actually putting it into the spreadsheet, I also am following everyone on social media and I'm making sure that I have some follow up steps and status updates and things like that so I can circle back. So I think definitely getting organized after the conference is super important, not only like in your personal life, but also like making sure that you maximize all the connections that you have made. So what has FinCon been to you? Like for someone who has never heard about FinCon before, what would you tell them about FinCon? I would say FinCon is where you would go if you wanted to be surrounded by people who were very excited about personal finance and financial independence. For me, FinCon was literally me being dropped in a room full of people who thought like me and who are passionate about finance just the way that I am. I found out that there were so many more layers to FinCon. It's not just personal finance. It's social media. It's branding. It's business development. It's growing your reach. So it's it's a huge sense of community, which just, you know, goes back to like the happiness factor. I like just being in a space where the environment and the vibe is just so happy and good. So for me, that's what I would tell someone who has never heard of FinCon. FinCon is great. I think that even if you're not a personal finance blogger or content creator, it's fine that at FinCon, it's really for content creators. We have a financial financial lens, but if you're looking to level up your game in terms of creating content online, this is the conference for you. And my story is that maybe like two years ago, I went to TBEX, which is a travel blogger conference, like I mentioned earlier. And I met someone who said, you should go to FinCon. You have a personal finance lens in your blog. And unfortunately, I couldn't go that year, but I knew that I wanted to go this year. So that's kind of my story as to like why I got to FinCon. And I remember in that conversation, the person was like, at FinCon, you're going to have a high ROI, which means that when you go and you're investing in a conference, you're going to spend a lot of money on admission tickets, on lodging, on food and transportation, all that. But when you walk away from the conference, you're going to actually have either new clients in your hand or new opportunities and new endeavors. So what has that been like for you in terms of like, what have you seen so far in week one in terms of ROI? I actually think that my ROI is like amazing already in week one. And that's not even me nurturing the relationships fully and realizing the opportunities that FinCon opened for me. I say that because I connected with, like, I don't feel like I connected with a ton of people. Um, I feel like I connected with maybe like 10 or 15 really strong connections, but every one of those people I can either help or they can help me. So as far as ROI, we are we're we're in the green right now. 
<laughs> yes, I, I also agree. For me, I already secured a new client and we start working this week. So there's money in the bag already. So that's one of the great things about FinCon. And I wanted to ask you, what were your goals for actually attending the conference? My top goals were to connect with financial influencers on social media that had a larger reach than me. And I also wanted to honestly just meet some of my favorite bloggers, YouTubers, and podcasters. So for me, I think my number one goal was to find more clients. Now, do you think that you were able to accomplish your goals? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, What I did was I made a schedule to go to the sessions within FinCon that I thought were going to benefit me the most and have me walk away with the most knowledge so that I can take action immediately thereafter. So I could immediately start to grow my YouTube or immediately start to um, do some SEO work for my website. Now, I definitely accomplished the goal of meeting some of my favorite influencers. Um, I made it a point um, to go to the sessions that they were speaking at if it aligned with what I was trying to teach myself. And I also actually connected with a ton of really great um, people who are already in the space, bloggers, podcasters, who have been doing this for a while now and do have a pretty big reach. And I got to pick their brain and ask questions in a very comfortable um, and casual setting. And, you know, everyone is so open about their business and how, how they're doing and what they've done. So I was able to get a lot of insight from regular people just doing it. And it didn't feel like uh, too formal or anything like that. So yeah, I definitely accomplished those goals. Yes. And for me, I would recommend if you are a freelancer looking to pick up some projects to go to the freelance marketplace. That is like an hour. Um, All the people who are looking for freelancers, let's say writers, photographers, videographers, uh, anything that they're looking for, they'll have a table there and you can actually sit down and pitch them and form that relationship in a formal setting. So I really loved that. And I really recommend if you're a freelancer for you to go to that session. Also, if you are looking to, let's say, monetize your business, definitely go to FinCon Central and there you'll meet all of the brands, all of the sponsors. You know, they, there you'll pick up so much swag. You'll get, you know, piggy banks and t-shirts shirts and you'll exchange business cards with like these are like the directors of communication and these executives and all these people who it might be challenging to make a relationship or have a relationship with them without FinCon. Uh how was your experience at the central the central area? So at first I I didn't know what to expect, mind you, because this was my first FinCon, right? So when I saw FinCon Central on the schedule, I said, great, I'll go to that. Um, And I walked in the room and there was every brand you could think of. (laughs) Um, There were banks and there was Capital One and there was ARP and then there was some smaller brands. Um, And at first it was so overwhelming. I wasn't quite sure how I was going to work that room. Um, but what I ended up doing was I just walked the room so I can get a good look at who was there. And then I walked it again with in mind, who do I want to speak to? Who should I connect with speak for my specific brand? And at FinCon, FinCon Central is open for two days of the conference, which is great because it really gives us the opportunity 
to talk to as many brands as possible. Whereas like you probably wouldn't be able to get it done in one day. Um, that's how many brands and, and companies that they have there. So for me, it was quite pleasant. I, I spoke with and connected with brands that, like you said, otherwise would probably be impossible to get a hold of. You know what I mean? Also, I found this could be a trend for next year, but I found a lot of of the brands and businesses were super interested in podcasting. So if you had a podcast, everyone was really enthusiastic about, number one, either having one of their representatives come on the show to talk about their brand or to educate or inspire my audience, or number two, maybe having like advertising spots. So I think if you do have a podcast, FinCon is super valuable if you want to connect with brands and if you want to hopefully get some paid sponsorships for for your show. In terms of like for business cards, I'm wondering if you found anything when you're, you know, as you're connecting with people that you said to yourself, you know what, these people should have this on their business cards. Like for me, I feel like sometimes people don't have their email addresses on their business cards and um, or their first and last names on their business cards. Have you found anything that you just kind of like scratch your head? Like, why isn't this information readily available on your business card? Yeah, <laughs> for me, it was first and last name was a big one. I was like, I don't remember your name. Um, but because it, it seems like business card 101, right? But because I guess people put on their business cards what they want you to remember the most. So being as though most of the people there were social, like, you know, part of the social media world, um, a lot of people had their social media handles, but not necessarily their first and last names. I mean, I guess that wasn't the important part, but I saw a lot of that where I I didn't quite know your name after I walked away. So what I started doing was actually taking a good look at the business card, like when the person handed it to me. And if there was something missing, I would say, hey, what's your, and then just write it. Right. I also do that too. Like if you're having, let's say, a really good conversation with someone and they're like, let's connect on this, or they tell you what their focus is, definitely don't be shy about writing on the business card and giving yourself some hints and pointers that when you go back to it, you definitely know exactly what area that you guys need to talk about and how to move forward. Now, I want to talk to a little bit about the sessions that you enjoyed at FinCon. What were the sessions that you said to yourself, like, wow, this was a game changer. This transformed my business. Okay, so I, oh, I'm going to mess up up her name, but I attended a session. The presenter was talking about producing quality videos, and she walked us through basically from start to finish everything that she used to create her videos, and she gave us a behind-the-scenes look at what what her recording space looked like before the editing. And it was really helpful because for me, I know one of my focuses is going to be video for my business. So that truly helped me. And it actually took away a lot of the myths that I had behind, like in my head, where I thought that I needed like $10,000 to produce these videos. And it really doesn't cost anywhere near that much. She was literally in her house in a very small room. Um, and it was just, you know, she did everything strategically and on a budget, which I appreciated. 
Right. And I think you touched on a really great point is that some of the sessions, they are so transparent. They walk you through from beginning to end so that you can know, okay, you have a very good like general idea so that you can go and actually implement. You know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And I think being actually able to like sit down and, and, and be in a group setting. And, and also a lot of the, a lot of the sessions, you actually can ask questions at the end. So even if you have something that you really weren't sure about or needed more some clarification, you could ask questions, which I, which I really loved. It was almost mind blowing because you don't expect for anyone to just give away their secrets or we, we might think that they're secrets, but they're, they're actually not. And being in a room with uh, one more person who is super successful in their niche, being so open was extremely helpful. So I have actually a couple of sessions that I really, really enjoyed. So the first one was a dead simple podcast production system for newbies from Pete from Do You Even Blog. And I love that session because he really talked about like optimizing your production system, which means a lot of creating templates and doing things to make things faster so that you don't have to like recreate the wheel all the time. And because I'm a new podcaster, you know, I'm always looking for ways to you know, reduce my editing time and things like that. So he gave a bunch of different like recording techniques and tools. And, you know, he actually kind of walked us through a couple of those steps. So I found that super, super valuable. Number two, the another session I think is really going to transform my business is uh, how to skyrocket your income while working less than 20 hours a week. And in that session, I didn't realize how important sales funnels and email marketing is. And I have a newsletter that I think is pretty warm. I've been I've been emailing them on a consistent basis recently, but I didn't realize that you can literally be making money off of the products that you're providing and use your email subscribers as a sales funnel. So that was like illuminating for me and I had like a ton of ideas. So I know for me for a fact that Email marketing is going to transform my business for years to come. And I think that's like a really beautiful part about FinCon because in this, in the one event, everyone can find or will find exactly what they need to fulfill whatever goal that they have set for that year or that month or that week. So that I really appreciate it also. Yeah, I really felt like there was just, you know, sometimes there were like, it was so hard to pick a session because there were like two things. I'm like, oh my God, I really, really want to focus on these two things at the same time. But at the end of the day, I think I went to the sessions that are going to make an immediate impact on my business. You know, sometimes I think in the past, I've went to sessions that are like above my advance and I get overwhelmed. But it's nice where you're going to a session that meets you where you're at so that you can just implement immediately and like start taking action which I think is super super helpful exactly and you know what I will say um at first because FinCon you know there's you can physically go to FinCon and FinCon also has what they call their virtual pass and at first I was like you know what I'm gonna go but I'm not gonna get this virtual pass and I actually ended up purchasing the virtual pass after FinCon. And that's because I got so much value from what I physically attended. I know that there was a ton more in the sessions, sessions that I didn't get to physically attend just because I couldn't be in two places at one time. 
Right, right. I actually have not purchased the virtual pass yet. And I think the reason why I haven't is because I just want to focus on the things that I just learned right now. And I kind of don't want to get distracted. But it's definitely something that I will consider in the future once I'm done with my my first set of projects, you know. Um, that's the beauty of the virtual pass is that you can you can go back and, and listen to the to the sessions that you couldn't attend because since there were so many at the same time. Now, before we head out, I wanted to pick your brain on what are the tips that you have for new FinCon attendees for 2019? Oh, where do I start? <laughs> okay, so one, the first thing that I would say new attend to new attendees is just talk to people. It can get really intimidating when you are surrounded by 2,000 other people that you've never met in person, some of them who you consider celebrities, okay? Um, You might follow them on social media, listen to their podcasts, read their blogs, Um, but you would be pleasantly surprised if you just walk up to them and start a conversation, how excited they are to talk to you too. Um, another thing that I would tell newcomers is to rest. So it's easy to get caught up and say, I want to go to every single event at FinCon, but you will probably get burned out (laughs) because each day the sessions start at about eight o'clock in the morning and there's something through the entire day. So if you have to take a nap, go take a nap. It's okay. Come back when you're refreshed so that you can actually function when you're having conversations and connecting with people. Um, And then also I would say, don't be afraid to practice your pitch. If you are a freelancer and you're looking to gain new clients, more clients, or you are actually trying to monetize your business, FinCon is probably the best place for you to do that because one, there's a ton of people. Two, everyone is super friendly and very forgiving. And you can actually be candid and say, I'm, you know, if you fumble on your pitch, which I actually fumbled on like the way that I want to introduce myself. And I would just laugh it off with the person and say, I'm still working on that. And they would laugh back. And then that would be something that we can connect on and we would go even deeper into conversation. So, yeah. So I would say just talk to people, start conversations, get your rest. (laughs) don't don't get too caught up in going to everything um if you're feeling burnt out just take a break and uh, practice your pitch practice 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 your pitch um and just talk to as many people as possible right i love i love those and i think those are super super important i'm gonna add a couple of my own number one to use the fincon app fincon has a wonderful app and they have a great user interface and I really love that in the app that they have like a activity stream so that you can actually, let's see, yeah, an activity stream that you can actually like just type something like a status update on Facebook, something similar to that. So for me, that's actually how I found one of my new freelancing clients is I was just literally like, you know, resting, taking a break from, you know, all the excitement and just scrolling the activity stream. And there I found someone who was looking for exactly what I provide. So I definitely recommend not only using the FinCon app to connect with people. Also, everyone has a profile. Usually they have their email addresses in there. That's a great place. Let's say if you want to reach out to an editor that they have their email address right there and you can actually DM them. So that's, I think it's super valuable and I love that. And I hope that more conferences have apps in the future. 
Number two, FinCon has a Facebook community. And this is a great place to, if you're looking for a roommate or if you're looking for, you know, someone to, let's say, share expenses with like a car rental or something like that. You can definitely connect with them on um, the Facebook group. I, that's where I actually met my my roommate. And it was great because I get to share the expenses and reduce my, my costs, right? And the last thing I would say would be to use the FinCon hashtag on social media. So when you're taking awesome pictures, we had like a bunch of flamingos this time around in Orlando. So use the FinCon hashtag. And don't be afraid to promote yourself. Don't be afraid to say, hey, this is what I do. Definitely check it out. Let me know what you think would love to connect with you at FinCon. Now, I will say, don't forget your battery pack because your phone will die multiple times <laughs> while you're out there, you know? So, and that's actually another thing I forgot. I forgot my my iPhone charger. So I had to buy a $20 charger at the hotel. So, you know, it, it's exciting when you're, you're wanting to go to conference, but make sure you take the time to be really thoughtful in your packing process because, you know, you don't want to be spending extra money that you don't have to. So that for me is my biggest takeaway. So Yasmin, will I be seeing you next year at FinCon? You will. I just purchased my ticket today. So let us know how to connect with you and what you foresee your business looking like in the future, Yasmin. Okay, so if everyone wants to connect with with me, they can go to www.fullyfundedlifestyle.com or they can go to Instagram at live fully funded. Um, As far as my business, I really just see it growing into me helping more and more established entrepreneurs take charge of their finances and build wildly successful businesses so that they can live a life by design. I think that's my true, true passion when it comes down to it. If I tear all the layers away, that's exactly what I want to do. So I'm just going to continue to um, reach out and build this business and build my social media reach. Yeah, that's that's how you can get a hold of me. And that is what I'm going to be up to. Here are my biggest takeaways from that chat with Yasmin. Number one. When you're attending a conference, have clear set goals. Why are you attending this conference and what value is it going to bring to you? Is it going to improve your skill set? Is it going to help your business grow? Are you going to increase your network? Number two, go to sessions that allow you to take action immediately. Go to sessions and workshops that meet you where you're at. I think that's super important because a lot of times when we go to conferences and we go to sessions, we get overwhelmed by so many things, which brings us to my third point. After the conference, pick one to two things that you want to focus and implement. Experts usually focus on one thing and they become really, really good at that. Number four, review your notes. And if you're a blogger, think about guest posting what you've learned at the conference on other blogs and platforms. This is a great way to spread your positive message, your money messages, and also to gain exposure and provide value to different audiences. Now, if you're curious to see how much I spent at FinCon, there's an accompanying blog post on my blog, thoughtcart.com, which details all of my expenses. And if you have been attending conferences and you really are looking for a way to maximize your network and all the people that you've met, I've come and put together a freebie that includes six things to do to build your network right after a conference. This is a freebie. You can head over to podcast.thoughtcard.com forward slash episode eight to grab it. Again, that's a wrap for this episode and you will definitely find me there next year. Until next time. 
Bye.